If you're a people leader and you're leading them as part of a team, then absolutely it is your um, duty to um, ensure that the working environment is... Uh, enables people to work to their you know utmost effectiveness and if this person is really impacting your level of effectiveness mm. or the quality of relationships within the team then I think that is a really important conversation to have mm. you know you just do it with care and courage courage and and so what we what what we can see happening in the workplace is that yes it is this person is really difficult and the way that I deal with it is that I ignore them or I don't have much to do with them and then this sort of perpetual, habitual way of operating with this person uh, becomes ingrained and, and you don't grow, they don't grow and the relationship doesn't improve. And you can be working with people for a very long period of time and then there's that low-grade stress that happens between you. Yeah. And so this is your opportunity to step into that care and courage space that we often talk about and tell that person the impact that that behaviour is having on you. Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Good morning, Jan. Hi, Michelle. Okay, so today what we're doing is we're responding and we do listen to um, to a uh, podcast listener who had a uh, issue that they wanted us to record a podcast about, and that was about dealing with difficult people. So hands up how many people would say that you have a difficult colleague or somebody in your team that could be considered difficult. And the particular area of difficulty for this person was that their colleague uh, had high IQ but very low EQ in their opinion. And so how did that manifest at work though? It the, the it was very broad in terms of the response. It just made it very difficult to work with that person. Right. So we don't have any more um, detail other than that. So what we're going to do is we are going to give you some strategies on how you might deal with someone who in your eyes is seen to be a difficult personality, high IQ, low EQ. The first thing that I would say to that is that if somebody that you're dealing with has high IQ, well, they're probably really good at learning things. And so that is a good start. And anybody in the workplace can learn, can learn a new behavior. And the critical factor here is do they want to? Uh, What we know, having coached people for over 20 years, is that people don't like to change and they certainly won't change if that change is imposed on them. There has to be a real need to for somebody to want to change their behaviour. Absolutely. It has to be a benefit. So the benefit is I'm going to lose my job or my manager isn't going to promote me or my reputation is really going to be tarnished or actually I've noticed that the quality of my relationships aren't as satisfying as they could be. Mm. And so there has to be some level of um, either awareness or motivation. And the thing here is... Is, you know what you know 
it's almost like what right do you have to point that out to somebody unless they are interested mm. in receiving feedback mm. about the behaviour and the impact that that is having? The, really, the only thing that you can do is manage how you respond to their behaviour. Yeah. If you're a people leader and you're leading them as part of a team, then absolutely it is your um, duty to um, ensure that the working environment is... Uh, enables people to work to their you know utmost effectiveness and if this person is really impacting your level of effectiveness Mm. or the quality of relationships within the team then I think that is a really important conversation to have Mm. you know you just do it with care and courage courage and and so what we what what we can see happening in the workplace is that yes it is this person is really difficult and the way that I deal with it is that I ignore them or I don't have much to do with them and then this sort of perpetual, habitual way of operating with this person uh, becomes ingrained and, and you don't grow, they don't grow and the relationship doesn't improve. And you can be working with people for a very long period of time and then there's that low-grade stress that happens between you. Yeah. And so this is your opportunity to step into that care and courage space that we often talk about and tell that person the impact that that behavior is having on you yeah so it really starts with the quality of the conversations that you're having or the quality of conversation that you are going to have so you want to be you know quite prepared for uh, what it is that you're going to say and the model that we use is the um, the SBIN model which we've got a podcast about and really it's the situation so what is the situation you, you want to talk to them about mm. what is the behavior that you're seeing Yep. What is the impact of that behaviour having on you and the team? And this is key. Yeah. If you can get really specific and factual about this, not your opinion about it, but you know your observations, your facts, what you actually heard, what you observed, then there may be that level of, oh, I didn't even realise. Or the impact could be how you are feeling. Mm, yeah, you know, impact. the impact when you speak to me like, like that for example you know we had that conversation in the meeting the other day and uh, we were talking about a technical issue and I know that you are all over it but when you responded to my comment I felt really diminished Um, you know it it felt as if I didn't know uh, enough and that was the impact that it had on me and so every time I do have a conversation with you now I'm really on tenterhooks and I don't want it to be like that. What I would like is a conversation where you see me or I feel like I'm your peer or your intellectual equal or whatever it is and I don't feel diminished. Mm. And that would be the end in the next steps. Because mm. sometimes it's just when you actually talk about the impact, then just be silent for a little bit and mm. just go, what do you think about that? Mm. You know, yeah. Is this something that, you're, that you want to talk more on? Because they might go... No, <laughs> it might be enough for them. But, um, yeah, be, um, you know, have loads of care when you're having these conversations, but be really um, specific with um, as many epi- uh, facts that you can share mm. with them. And you, you know what might be uh, an idea? And the thing is, this is taking big responsibility about your work life (laughs) because you are clearly um, not very satisfied. And if you have spent the time to write us an email, you've thought about it, you've crafted it, it is actually using up a lot of your mental and emotional energy. And anything that's using up your mental and emotional energy at some point is going to create resistance and stress in the body and diminish your level of effectiveness. So take action in a, a really 
um, courageous but also um, high care way. Yeah. I absolutely have to have that combination. Yeah. Um, so do you want to change? And it all boils down to, so do I want to have a different relationship with this, you know, inverted commas, difficult person? The first thing that I would say is flip the way that you talk about or refer to that person as difficult. Mm. Uh, you know, what is it that makes them difficult? Maybe different. Could you <laughs> say they're just different <laughs> from right. me? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so one of the biggest turnarounds that I've seen just even lately with someone is that they they actually uh, agreed to do a 360 feedback. Um, we use an, a tool called the LSI, and it is incredible when people actually start to see the impact that they're having on people in their team, but also the impact that they're having on their level of effectiveness. Because if you don't have a level of emotional awareness and self-regulation, your ability to be effective is is incredibly diminished mm. and you know what so where would you start start with yourself mm. start with yourself you know gathering some 360 feedback and you might be surprised that you know you might be seeing yeah. it's the difficult yeah. because that could be part of the conversation you know and I started to have a look at myself yeah and I actually did some 360 and this is what I found so yeah. you're actually bridging that gap exactly. that's a good idea. Yeah, all right you. so um, we really encourage you to take some action. If it is swirling around in your mind, it actually is taking a little bit of your energy. So um, check in with yourself first. Mm. Shift the way in which you're thinking about this situation and feeling about this situation and then take some action and you will definitely get a different result. Agreed. Yeah, and anyone else who has any specific questions, please email us at info at peopleleaders.com.au and we will definitely do a pod- podcast about it. And if it's appropriate, we'll even you know create a resource or a template. Definitely. All right, <laughs> have a good day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.